and welcome everyone today to today's news tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and, and today I'm joined by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Ash Paulson and Steve Bowling, along with our very special returning guest, Naveed Mohebi, game collector, Twitch streamer, YouTube creator, all-around good guy, and uh, you had some internet troubles, which got us to your house, which apparently where is the the bulk of your game <laughs> collection is, so it's like, internet issues, wanting to show off your stash, I, I, one of the, one of the, you know, I got both. I got the gamer background going, you know, <laughs> I, this, this was my normal setup before, but uh, yeah, I had to come here because my internet at my apartment died for like the first time in three and a half years. And it Ugh. so far from what I know, it's still not even back up. So wow. The That's, worst. Ash yeah. is familiar with that sort of issue. <laughs> yeah. Spectrum has thankfully uh, been behaving ever since the, it went down when Steve was here a few weeks ago. It hasn't had another downage yet. But I'm, you know, I'm knocking on knocking on wood. I with Spectrum, you just kind of assume that something's going to go wrong sooner or later. So, these beat it into shape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's good to be back on. Thanks, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, always want. I've always like to get guests back on and uh, see how they've been, what they've been up to. Any anything cool, new, fun? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, still doing the same thing. I've been playing a lot of WarioWare. Recently. I got it. I nice. It's good. The game is the game's it's good. good yeah. I, I'm disappointed by a few things here and there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a spoiler to mention some of the unlockable stuff, but I won't mention it here. But I'll just say some of the unlockable stuff is a little bit more disappointing than other Warrior games. But overall, yeah, sure. I'd agree with good. that. Yeah, believe I agree. it or not, this is only the second Warrior I've ever bought. I only the oh, only wow. the first one I got was and I even got it way after the fact uh, from a friend who was getting rid of a bunch of old games was WarioWare Smooth Moves on the on the Wii. A good so one, I've, okay. I've never really played much of the WarioWare games despite them being very appealing and I just don't know why I've never touched them. They're very good. I it's one of my favorite franchises. I've the first game I ever got on my GBA was WarioWare. Oh, oh nice. Nice. nice! So we just got uh, got done playing some WarioWare Mega Party games for the GameCube as part of our, one of our GVG After Dark streams at PAX, and man, that brought me back because that was one of my big college games. I would play that with a, with so a college friends often. Have you and, checked out the yeah. multiplayer modes, Ash? I haven't because I don't have anyone to play them with yet. But I'm having a few friends over for my birthday next weekend. My birthday was on the tenth. A lot of you already know. Thank you so much for the incredible outpouring of birthday <laughs> love. Seriously, I got so much. Uh, but I couldn't do anything this past weekend with my friends, so I'm having some over on Friday and Saturday, and I've made sure to unlock everybody in WarioWare, unlock all the multiplayer stuff, so I can properly try it when they're here. I'll, all I'll tell you is that one of the modes we had the most fun with at PAX is uh-huh. in uh, the new oh, WarioWare. Oh, good. I was hoping one oh. of them would, would echo some of the GameCube games that you can play, like the multiplayer games. Okay, That's good. awesome. Really happy to hear that. The multiplayer stuff is good. I just played them with uh, a few friends last night, so got to play that for the first time. And yeah, there's there's some good stuff in there. Nice, nice. I'm, yeah. I'm looking speaking forward to checking birthday, it out. Speaking of my birthday, I did want to show off something really quick just because I think they're so cool. So my wife got me an amazing present. She surprised me. It wasn't even on my list because I didn't want to put her through the trouble of trying to find them. But my wife found me a pair of Skyward Sword Joy-Con. Oh, wow. And- these things are so sick looking in person. Right. They're so well made. I love these things, man. So I just wanted to show off my Switch with my Skyward Sword Joy-Con. But man, 
I was going to show are... off Amy's switch with the Skyward Sword Joy-Con because she claimed those <laughs> <Nice>. very quickly. <laughs> there we go. Welcome to the club, man. Yeah. I've Hell got yeah. an extra pair. They're really nice. Oh, look, they it's the same. You just got one for your birthday. Well, I have an extra oh, no. pair sitting around I'm an idiot, and I pre-ordered them from Japan and forgot to cancel oh. because I got a U.S. pair. <laughs> so they just showed nice. up in the mail. I was like, damn it. <laughs> That's nice. $80. I love it. <laughs> um, but man, I, mean, I think these are my favorite limited edition Joy-Con yet. Like they're really nice. They really I love that are. They're slightly different color too. Yeah, they're yeah. really cool. It's it's very nice, very small, nice touches that are w- well done. Um, before we get too far, though, because uh, obviously there's more, much more to talk about. Uh, of course, this episode. And it's been a while since I've been able to host, but this uh, is, you know Mondays hosted by the Game Orb, and the Game Orb Yay. is a fledgling channel that has focused mostly on Nintendo content until recently. While they are still running Let's Plays of Nintendo games like Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe going forward, they're also covering games on the Xbox Series X, like Portal Still Alive and Rocket League, as part of a fresh daily upload schedule. So make sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description and we're still working our way to get them up to 400 subscribers we got past that 350 we got to get to that 400 we're just going to keep pushing them further and further and of course they also want to promote their friends youtube channel galactic reaper and you can find both those links in our description and uh yeah all that good stuff yeah we're gonna say and ash will probably post it in the chat pin it in the chat so you can check them out and as always thank you so much to them it's very much appreciated. All the continued support. Um, so yeah, crazy. That's that's why we always try to send you guys to them as much as possible, and uh, get that all. Get them, you know, show them love. That's that's the big yeah. thing. Show them, show them the, the GB love. gang's love. And I just posted uh, links to both channels in the description now. Thank you, as always, so much, uh, the Game Orb, for mm-hmm. your incredible support of the channel from the very beginning. And yeah, everybody, let's just show them as much love as we can and. Uh, Pump up that sub count and view count. Not just sub count. Go to actually check out their content, too, because it's good stuff. Yep. So pump up those sub counts and view counts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, real quick, Ash, since I was kind of away, I was traveling a lot this weekend as a way uh, for uh, that. How, how did your birthday go? It was great. My wife took great, really great care of me. Uh, she took me out to some uh, some great Korean Italian fusion food uh, for dinner on Friday night, huh. the night of my actual birthday. And so, yeah, it was just a local cafe. We walked to it. It's one of the great things about living where I live in K-Town. There's so much amazing food open late within walking distance. And it's a good thing it was open late because originally her schedule <laughs> or her uh, her uh, reservation was for 8 p.m. And then we had to uh, book Gerard Khalil, the completionist, uh, around his schedule. And he couldn't be available until 8 p.m. Pacific, uh, you know, to do TNT. So we had to push it later. Thankfully, that wasn't an issue. Uh, so she took me out to, yeah, great Korean-Italian fusion, uh, you know, gave me those awesome Skyward Sword uh, Joy-Cons and uh, took me out to for a massage. She got me a massage, like a deep tissue massage, which I haven't had in like two and a half years, thanks to the pandemic. Nice. And they were wow. really great about masking up. They had, you know, mask mandates and the staff were vaccinated, so I felt safe going. Um, and, yeah, so I got a got a deep tissue massage and she, basically she just took really good care of me. And then Saturday night she took me out to a barcade that I hadn't been to before. So we just played, you know, got some good drinks and played some games. And that, if, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, that's where that 
random bubble bobble uh, arcade picture came okay, from. Okay, I was wondering was from that. That's where that's where that was from. So nice. yeah, it was a great birthday. I can't uh, complain for sure. My wife took great care of me, and I have some friends, like I said, coming over this upcoming weekend. Uh, I say for my birthday, but really it should be for your birthday because your birthday is on Friday, right, man? Yeah, I mean, my birthday is going to be pretty low key. I think uh, not not too much going on. I might have the, a special stream going uh, on Thursday to do like a birthday countdown. Because with TNT on Friday, I can't. I don't really want to do another stream during the day and then go into TNT. Uh, Wait, so did you not hear? Did did Steve and I not tell you? We we invited the entire GVG Discord community over to your house <laughs> on Friday. We didn't. Do, we didn't tell you. Oh yeah, there's a huge party going on. We're gonna man. need to and get a lot place. more. You're stuff. hosting. <laughs> I'm yeah. hosting. Thanks. Thanks. You're hosting. No worries. Oh, I'm yeah. so happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gonna be God, like I could not of afford there on Friday. I'm could excited not for afford that. that. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Oh my, that'd be something else. But yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. The, the, the nice, you know, being up with family a little bit, I got a few birthday cards and uh, uh, it was really nice. I, got, I haven't opened them yet, but I, I basically got some money from my mo- my mother because uh, we were up there for her wedding. She got remarried uh, this weekend. It was a very nice ceremony and, uh, you know, it's just a really fun, good time. You know, good chance for Amy. For here, family member, take Kai, Amy and I get to dance. <laughs> that's, that's, that does not nice. happen too often anymore. So that was that was nice. And um, it's it's so funny watching Amy at these kind of party things because she is such a lightweight. She could have the <laughs> smallest, <laughs> smallest drink of any type of alcohol. And she is um, gone. <laughs> Not gone, like drunk. Or she just starts immediately feeling tipsy. So, That's funny. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> yeah, me too. I wish it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess cheap date. I don't know. But, um, and, uh, oh, Derek can dance without, I'm sorry, Azran saying I could dance without EP names. Yeah, believe it or not. Well, when Amy's there, anyway, I'm not a great dancer on my own, but, you know, have a partner and be good. Uh, but yeah, because of the, uh, birthday money I got from my mother, I could start playing Final Fantasy 14 again. That'll be nice. <laughs> nice. Very cool. nice. Got a lot of stuff to get to, especially because they have the, uh, the, uh, Noctis event going on, the Final Fantasy 15 event, Ash. Oh. Where you can get the uh, the car, I think it's the regalia. Oh, very uh, cool, the regalia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get that as a mount and dress up as Noctis, all that stuff. So, nice. Should speaking be. Of, speaking of games we're playing, I did want to point out really quickly that I am happy to confirm. I'm still chipping away at Skyward Sword HD, having a great time. Happy to confirm that the Ancient Cistern, ten years later, ten plus years later, is still. Still, one of the very best dungeons oh, in gosh. Zelda history. Yep. Period. With one, with one of the most satisfying would... bosses too. Oh, oh I so love good. I was that hoping thing. it would like live up to my really positive memories of it, and I'm happy to report that it absolutely fucking does. What a dungeon, man! I love the ancient sister, oh, yeah. and that's yeah, it's so good, mm. so good. Navid, you'll appreciate this one because I know you're also a fan. Ashes as well, but I don't think he's he's definitely not this far. But I'm uh, working my way through Case Three of Great East Attorney Two. I think I'm on case three as well. Oh, you're on case three as well. Have you, I just finished the second investigation section. Are you, don't recall how far I am. Oh man. I've been going like, I've been going in and out, especially with like new games coming out, like WarioWare. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm slowly chipping away at that one myself and I'm excited to get back to it because man, that game is shaping up to be really, really good, especially like 
getting towards the end of it. Oh God. Yeah. I, I, uh, been keeping up with ant and he's finished this the second game already he's like i don't want to overhype this but these are some of the, like my favorite cases these yeah. last three i'm like yeah that's- and as i'm getting further in case i'm like yeah i'm seeing it like it started out pretty slow yeah. but the way it's building up and really addressing a lot of the things that have been sort of happening around it's mm-hmm. like oh <laughs> now we're getting i'm Night. you uh, got my attention yeah I, I, I could see okay. bringing everything together Mm-hmm. From like the past, like the first game, and then this one, like I could see that coming. So I can't wait to play more. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm still in the third case of the first game. My wife just hasn't had much time to sit down and play recently. And like I said, I won't play without her. It is very much a together game for us. So mm-hmm. just you know, trying to be as patient as possible while trying to avoid spoilers. But I am loving case three so far, and I think we're we're at the at least according to the save file, we're at the trial part three. So I don't know how. Close okay, to the end you're of trial three, that relatively is, close there. I, th- I, I think okay. there might be one more section. I'm not. Sh- okay. I'm not positive. I'm really liking it though. I'm. Re- that's my. It's my favorite case so far. And I know Derek, you said it's your your favorite in the game. Yeah, but it, case three is my favorite in the, of the original uh, Grady's Attorney, which uh, is maybe the first time that's ever happened. Because case, case threes aren't usually ripe for favorites. Yeah. That is true. Oh, but can't wait. this, wanna, this one does good oh, stuff. I play the rest. That's the one. I'm, I'm, look, to, I'm, I'm look, trying to poke my wife tonight and maybe try to finish it. What's what's that, Naveen? That's the one with Natsume, the the first time. No, that's the case four. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, this no, is that's the one right. with uh, the, McGilded. McGilded. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, we'll just leave it so at good. that because yeah. I I don't know exactly how far Ash is, yeah. and I don't remember the specifics, and I just want to like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say anything else. Exactly. And I know Rob, our man X in our live audience chat is, is actively playing this right now and said, no spoilers, please. So no, 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 no we definitely no spoilers won't. here. You're that good. is You're reserved good. to this, this spoiler discussions that I'm having with Ted and, and, uh, and, nice. uh, real quick nice. before we move on, uh, Steve, we haven't talked to you much. What are you playing? I played a lot this weekend, man. I played the lost judgment demo, which is fantastic. Oh, it's, I forgot. It's I didn't have to play that. It's all of chapter one, so you can play Holy through the crap. entirety of wow. the first chapter of the game, uh, which was really cool. It has an excellent narrative hook uh, that explains why you end up in Yokohama, which that's in the trailers. Like, you don't start out the game in Yokohama. You're still in Kamurocho at the beginning. Uh, but mm-hmm. it does a good job of setting up Yagami and Kaito going to Yokohama. So if you want to know why they're there in those trailers, the, the demo is free on PS5. Absolutely worth your time. Uh, they fix tailing tailing is a lot less boring uh the chase sequences are a lot better now they're like hp based instead of kind of arbitrary so you have an idea of when they'll end um but the uh and the combat feels a bit weightier i'm not sure if i actually like it more but it's really good uh the other thing that took me by surprise was uh bondi namco sent me on launch day a steam code for uh tales of arise so I've heard really good things. Yeah, I didn't think at all that it would be my kind of game, but I was like, well, I'm the only one with a really good gaming PC, so I'm going to just take the Steam code. And (laughs) I was like, I'll play it because they gave me the code, and I... I started it and I am hooked, man. It has its it has its hooks. Uh, I want to play it completely. It is ridiculously good. Uh, The The visuals are stunning. Mm -hmm. They are. They are. I I will say this: my one gripe is that. I've made it to the second major uh, area, the second realm in the game, uh, and the first two are probably visually the most boring. 
like uh like you're you you start out and they're just all kind of samey environments like all the trailers that i saw you know which i didn't consume them as voraciously as other fans like vash or uh daniel you know i didn't like go out of my way looking for tales info uh but i saw like big green open fields and blue skies and stuff like that and i was like oh this game looks beautiful i'll try it someday and i haven't seen any of that yet in the game but you gotta earn that vista (laughs) apparently yeah but the story is just so damn good and the combat is so on point that i i I stayed up till almost two this morning playing it after a full day. Oh, I was wow. Like, my, Ashley went to bed and I was like, you know what? I, I can log in for a few hours and play some tales. <laughs> nice. No. It is one of the first two areas, the area you play through in the demo, because if so, I, I've I not played the demo, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I've heard the demo is pretty late in the game and not late in the game, but further in. Oh. So you have more options. So it's a little harder to get your, the, your grasp on it. So gotcha. Gotcha. But, I really want to play it, I, but I just know that I shouldn't even try to like think about getting it and playing it until I finish Skyward Sword because, I, and I do want to finish that because I'm really enjoying my replay of that game. I, so I like want to stay focused. on It that is game. killing me that I have not touched Neo: The World Ends with You because I've been so focused on Greatest Journey. There's so much else. It's it is are, game yeah. after game after game, and it's great, but it also sucks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm in that position too. Uh. All right, well, we're about to head on into the news, uh, but let's go ahead because we have a lot of Super Chats. We definitely want to thank all of you for that. First up is Luigi and Daisy 315 with a $2 Super Chat. Thank you so much, saying, have you guys ever tried playing Fortnite events? Not in the Fortnite, I'm afraid. Same. I just straight up have not. I like Save the World. I do not like competitive Fortnite. So, unfortunately, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not my thing, I'm, I'm afraid. Uh I heard, I didn't hear the new chapter started, so that's exciting for people who play. <laughs> I, I think I have said before that if they ever actually do add like a ver- any version of Mega Man to Fortnite, I'm honor I'm like <laughs> honor bound to actually try it and play uh, it. Like I have to if that ever happens. So we'll uh, see. Well, I think you're really funny. Uh, Rick BCQ with a five dollar uh, super chat. Thank you so much. Saying couldn't stay up for Friday's TNT, but I'm back. Also, just want to let Derek know that he's the only founder who hasn't followed me on Twitter. LOL. Ooh, called Ooh. out. It Derek. is called out, man. That's that's Yikes. a shame. It's almost like uh, it's almost like I'm a little. I'm, Gotta earn it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm wow, kidding. I, he just called Steve and I cheap dates, man. Just called us cheap. We're just we just wow. give you our follow. Yeah. you have to you have to earn Derek's. I guess I have a I have a firm. Uh, if if you're one of our patrons, a member of the uh, GVG community, you just get a follow. So if I if <laughs> yeah, you're that's supporting us I on Patreon well. somewhere, or and I or you're sub to us on YouTube, I don't care how you support us. I'll just follow you. So I, <laughs> I am I am notoriously stingy with who I follow on on Twitter. Anybody in our community who I'm not currently following, just so you know, it's not personal. I just haven't noticed yet that I'm not following you. And let me know and tag me wherever in Discord. Let me know where you are on Twitter and I'll follow you. Like, I, I completely agree with Steve. If you're supporting us, I want to make sure I follow you on Twitter as well. <laughs> uh, hold on. I, I can't remember if Rob called me out or not. How? Oh, Rob. Okay. You get the follow because you help, you help me out in a major way. I don't know why I didn't do that for you. Uh, and you know what? Just because. Damn. The Guapi as well. Derek hasn't followed me yet. Derek had been getting put on blast today. <laughs> So mean. Uh, let me see here. Eddie B, GVG, I, we want to follow you wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Oh gosh, I, I, so I don't random. know why it is. Um, is it still Rec BCQ? There it is. Why not? Nice. There you go. This is so random. Get lucky in our YouTube chat says the voice actor for Lulu from WarioWare follows me for some strange reason. That is random. That's cool though. Yeah, it works. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. And then follow up with Rec BCQ two dollars super chat. Uh, oh shiz! I forgot belated happy birthday, Ash. Thank you very much. I'm pretty sure you already told me happy birthday like two or three times at least, but I will take more. Thank you very much for all the love. Seriously. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaze Star 25 with a $10 super chat. Thank you very much for that. Says never been interested in the Metroid series, but with all the hype for dread, I decided to give the series a shot with super Metroid. OMG. This game is amazing. And I'm super hyped Hell for dread. Yes. Now. Yes. Super absolutely. Metroid is an all time great. There's yep. I, I can't think of a person I wouldn't recommend that game to. It's almost 30 yeah. years old, too. Which is crazy yeah. to think about. And it I think... a masterpiece. Yeah, It really is. And I think over time, um, Zero Mission has almost gotten... I, maybe not as wide of accolades, but I think among fans, it's, I think it's gone up in estimation. Almost Definitely. equal to Super Super. Uh, Metroid, yeah. As Rob like says that. in the yeah. in patron chat, Super's Jang Zero Mission feels better. Yeah, <laughs> I, I it does. You'll be surprised how smoother Zero Mission feels. Granted, you it, yeah. pretty much need to have a Wii U and or in virtual console if you're going to play Zero Mission. But yeah, good stuff. I like Super Metroid's campaign more though. Like the the Super Metroid sense of progression. I just I, I think I enjoy the whole yes. of Super Metroid as an experience more. But I agree, movement feels better in Zero Mission and Fusion for that matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, with the, the the ledge grabs and everything. Yeah, seeing yeah. seeing so many people get into Metroid after Dread is just it warms oh, my heart. Like thank it's, God, it's so I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm it's, so excited for Dread. Oh man. Nintendo, if they could just release a four pack of those first four <laughs> games, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I'll be very happy. Um, Alan Wilkerson with a two pound donation. Thank you so much. Saying, what if Nintendo Direct is on B- Derek's birthday? Well, happy birthday to me. Also, I, I'd, <laughs> oof, I'd be stressed. <laughs> yeah, I'd be something else. All right. Well, with all those super chats out of the way, let's say we actually get to the news. Let's do it. And let's do it. Kind of a light day, but there's definitely some interesting things here, including what we can expect from a certain company at TGS. So Square Enix has revealed its lineup of games and its stream schedule for TGS 2021. And uh, not some, I mean, some pretty decent picks in here that we can uh, look forward to, including um, Dragon Quest uh, X Online and Offline, uh, Final Fantasy VII The First Soldier, more on Final Fantasy XIV, more on Forspoken, which is looking really good. Gotta have Guardians of the Galaxy in there. Uh, Project Stri- uh, Triangle Strategy, uh, new update on Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Some pretty good stuff in there, but their presents in English is going to be at 1900. I don't know if this is Eastern or Pacific, um, but uh, yeah, 1900. Basically, it's going to be 3 a.m. I looked this up, and I think yeah. this is actually going to be a 3 a.m. presentation. Oh, oh God, 3 a.m. Pre- so 3 a.m. for you, <laughs> 6 a.m. for me. Yeah, for once, for once, this is actually timed. One of these is timed in such a way that I'm not suffering. I would much rather have 3 a.m. than 6 a.m. Much rather. Oof. That is, yeah, that is rough. interesting doing that. But, but yeah, for it looks like for an hour, because it, it says a review of information released thus far and new updates on upcoming titles. 
for their presents on that. Then after that, it's basically just their opening day, some and then some highlights on Forspoken, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Brave Exvius, um, and the Saga series of all things, and then Stranger of Paradise. So I kind of see things though. This lineup yeah. does nothing for me. Uh, especially not at 3 a.m., but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was honestly hoping to see uh, something more of Dragon Quest uh, Twelve. I was hoping to see, yeah. like, even just another another teaser trailer, something that showed more than just fire. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to see uh, Final Fantasy before Crisis instead of First Soldier, um, which I really would have loved, because I, I don't know, I'm not feeling... Well, you mean Ever Crisis, right? Or Ever Crisis, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ever Crisis, because uh, that game looks really compelling. Uh, that'll probably yeah. be the first game in a long time that actually has me pick up my phone and play a game on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think a lot of these games are known quantities, so I, I nothing nothing that'll get me out of bed to watch this. But I, I don't wouldn't even know that I'll follow up with the after the fact coverage. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it suck if they like showed sixteen during this though? Well, that they, see, the thing crazy. is, they've teased. They've teased that they might. We don't know, and this is, of course, a Square Enix presentation, so we have to assume it's going to be disappointing after the E3 one. But they have teased that 16 could make an appearance, which is why, you know, at least I will probably be up reacting to this. Maybe that there's nothing, but for me, being up at three in the morning isn't really suffering. I was about so, to say you're already up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So you haven't gone I to bed totally yet. Do. Yeah, it's something I can totally do without. Yeah, it, it, it's worth it. And you never know. I might get to, you know, get a surprise. How horrible would it be, though, if I was the only one who did it? And not only did they show 16, but they actually did confirm the Pixel remasters for consoles. And neither Oh, that would be something. Regard. That would be so sad. Well, I, I, I do want to get your thoughts on this. Like, what do you think of this lineup? Are you going to stay up till? I don't I think you're Eastern as well, uh, Naveed. Yeah. So 6, yes. 6 a.m. Are you going to be up? Oh, at no, 6 <laughs> I'll be asleep for sure. I am interested in a couple things like Forspoken looks cool. We just, we just saw that at Sony's mm-hmm. event. That was one of the bigger games in sony's event for me in terms of interest and then project triangle strategy we also haven't seen since it was first shown off at, at that nintendo direct a while back so i'm interested to see what more they have to show there but i think it's kind of like tokyo game show has kind of become this it's more about showing what companies have rather than like new announcements for the future i remember in the past tokyo game show was so much bigger you would get way more announcements of things but this seems like something I'd I'd expect from TGS. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope they show sixteen, but I mean beyond that, what they've got here, I agree with you, Steve. Nothing's blowing my socks off. Dragon Quest Ten offline would if if it, we were getting it, but we're not. So yeah. just knowing right. that we're not getting it, I don't really care about that. Uh, I will say Guardians of the Galaxy was looking a lot better uh, when we just saw it recently as compared to E three, but not enough that I'm like excited for a 3 a.m. look at it like it's looking <laughs> better but it's not freaking me out or anything yeah triangle strategies i like the demo i'm looking forward to it when it comes out but again not something that i feel the need to see again right now right and then stranger of paradise right. is stranger of paradise Guard- yeah. guardians yeah. Of the i missed that demo oh god me you, too you didn't a lot of us that did. demo You're, you dodged that demo trust me <laughs> yeah. um the the thing i'll say about guardians of the galaxy real quick is that I feel like it's not a game I want to see more of, but I'm also not mm-hmm. like I'm not hyped. Like I, it's not like Metroid where I've made up my mind I'm getting this game. I just 
they've beat us over the head with this game so many times already that I'm like, it looks good enough. I'll I'll try it. You've got me interested, Square. You don't need to keep showing it to me anymore. Like, just yeah. I, put out a playable demo then i'll that that'll make up my mind i'm i just don't want to hear about this game anymore i'm getting tired of hearing about it mm-hmm. especially after e3 well, yeah yeah the one here <laughs> yeah, that i'm the one here that i'm most excited to see more of and that i actually would be down to be up at 3am for is forspoken i loved what we saw mm-hmm. in the playstation showcase of that yeah. game the movement in that game looks incredible uh, i love that square enix is publishing a game with a woman of color lead i think that's really cool uh, very progressive of them specifically. And uh, just the game itself looks really interesting. So Forspoken is kind of what I want to tune in for based on all the, you know, the, the games we're seeing here. But I am hoping we see more of FF16. I just, it seems like it's past time. And Square did promise us initially that we would see more of 16 and get more info in 2021. And it's now September and we haven't really. So it seems like it's past time. Maybe Yoshi P's more focused on Endwalker at this point. Possibly. I don't know. Um, they do have it at uh, 21 o'clock on October 1st. I don't know exactly what that, I guess it's 5 a.m. So I probably won't be up for this, but they do have Lounge Jam, Square Enix Music TGS 2021 Special Live featuring the Rio, Rio Miyashi Quintet, which sounds like something I'd love. The question is, can I stay awake past 5 a.m. to enjoy it? And I'm Could not sure just, about like, that. just, like, go to bed and wake up early? <laughs> that, that's a viable choice. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But that's, like, an hour, though, because, like, the, it's 3 a.m. is the presentation, and oh, then 5 a.m. is mean. the lounge jam. That's why. It's like I'd be sleeping for, like, 45 you, minutes. You could go to bed, hear me out, <clears throat> at, like, 8 p.m., uh-huh. and then wake <laughs> up at 3 a.m. <laughs> You're That's talking true. madness. I know. That is yeah. pure chaos. I don't there, think Steve. I'll be able to sleep at 8 p.m. Ash fights the chaos. He does not embrace that chaos. That's <laughs> going to bed at you. Yeah. No, I'm here to kill chaos, obviously. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> you need to you need to cut your hair a lot shorter for that. And probably get <laughs> yeah. a darker t-shirt. <laughs> but that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say just before we move on from this, uh that I, I was looking through their explanations here. Um the final thing they have uh, is uh, for the final day is um, at they're having a uh, Yoshi P uh, thing for Final Fantasy 14. And what it actually is, is that he's actually visiting the public servers and playing with users during the live stream. Oh, that's right. kind of cool. cool. That's cool. that's really cool. Yeah, I, I think I that's that. why Final Fantasy 14 flourishes, because, boy, does he care about that game, which is what makes me excited for 16. Mm-hmm. So sure. we'll see. Which I don't know which server I have. It just says public servers. So I'm gonna je- guess the Japanese side of things, but it's still cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, before we move on, we got a few more uh, super chats. First up from Tyler Hardy with a dollar ninety nine super chat saying, "Homebrew says you don't need a Wii U for Fusion." True. There are other <laughs> methods, but if we're there talking legit, ways. then you need a Wii yeah. U or a Game Boy Advance. But I'm pretty sure the Wii U's cheaper. Actually, Naveed, you might know this. You know collecting. How bad is Game Boy Advance collecting right now? Uh, specifically Metroid? Are we talking uh-huh. about Metroid? Or... Yeah, let's talk Metroid in this case. Uh, well, I know Metroid's gone up. Like Fusion and Zero Mission are like over 100 bucks a pop right now. God. Loose. Loose. Not even like boxed or anything. So uh, other than that, like things have gotten pretty bad overall. Like, Castlevania titles are expensive. Mm. Uh Yep, it's definitely going to be cheaper to get a Wii U at this point and and pick up. There's a ton of GBA stuff on on the Wii U Virtual Console, so 
That is true. It's, that it's is, not that a helps bad a lot. investment. No, not, especially if you want to check out that lineup. And uh, even some Castlevania stuff, uh, if you want those uh, excellent Game Boy Advance yeah. uh, Castlevania titles. Uh, that, but makes me kind of happy because I do own like it's they're open they're the pack they're not they're not sealed anymore but I do have the boxes the game and the manuals for those two Metroid titles so I was like hmm <laughs> I'll never I sell don't. it but it's one of those things like nice yeah I I, I wish I had gotten those back in the day because whoo those <laughs> complete now is is not not fun yeah uh Screamo Shaman with a dollar ninety nine super chat as well saying regarding Metroid if only the same happened to Klonoa we need a new Klonoa where the heck was that what is it uh Klonoa re encore Encore. Where the hell is it on Dynamco? They they registered that trademark like over a year ago. Which where's the encore? Never to get too excited about uh, trademark registration news stories because sometimes they don't lead to anything or whatever they lead to doesn't happen for over a year. So, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers, but I don't know. But Mm. we do need Klonoa to come back. I completely agree. Absolutely. Luigi uh, and Daisy three one five with another super chat this time two uh, two dollars once again saying Shante versus Shovel Knight you choose. Oh, All right, man. real quick. What's I, the I love them. I love them both. I guess we're just what you prefer, but I love them both. Gonna have to go with Shante. Mm. Shovel Knight. Character wise, I'm gonna go with Shante, but game wise, I'm gonna go with Shovel Knight. But I, I love them both. It's like choosing a favorite mm. child, or I, at least I what think I imagine I would, that would be like. I think I would agree with Ash. I think the Shovel Knight's a, a, a more cohesive game, but Shantae is a great character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not yeah. to say I don't like Shovel Knight as a character, but Shantae just, she, she's awesome, man. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our second story. This one, uh, I'd say it's probably a zero chance of happening, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, in a recent interview, uh, Platinum Games has revealed that they are open to porting Star Fox Zero to the Switch, but ultimately it's up to Nintendo, which is basically what you'd expect. Um, it's uh, it's one of those things, it likely won't happen, it didn't do very well. I yeah. feel like it would be a better game, though. A port oh, yeah, would solve a lot of these problems. It would be. It would be. I think that Star Fox Zero, even with dramatically better controls, would still be kind of boring. It would feel like a retread of the same formula we've been spoon-fed for Star Fox since Star Fox 64. Yeah, I mean, Mm. that's the problem is that Zero at its base, I mean, even if you take out the weird controls on Wii U, Zero at its base was just a retread of 64, and... I just... I'm so tired of seeing Star Fox get re-rebooted and just... Porting this to Switch would basically be tantamount to another re 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 reboot, and I just I want to see the series push forward. I don't know what that means, and I know Nintendo has seemingly kind of developed themselves into a corner with Star Fox. Uh, so you know, I'm glad I'm not the person being paid to make that decision, but I don't want another retread of, of 64, which itself was a kind of a remake of the original game. Yeah. Um, so it's just like I, I like it when Star Fox does weird things, like adventures and assault even if they're not the best games ever i do like that they have more of their own identities and i find them to be more interesting than games like star fox zero that are just trying to be star fox 64 redux i will say i'm a big defender of star fox zero i i really like that game yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, but I, I do agree with you that I think they should try something new because well they they do and then fans get upset that it's not Star Fox sixty four, but no. yeah, things like Star Fox Command, even though th- that game has its own issues as well on the DS, I thought some of that strategy stuff that they added was really cool where you could like uh, create a path on the touch screen and have some strategy elements in there. So they've tried cool things with the Star Fox franchise. Um, but I guess like, I guess some people just want the same game over and over again. And yeah. I don't know. It, it's that's it's a, hard to please everybody. Yeah. That's a tricky thing. Cause people know they, people know they like 64, but every time they've experimented beyond that, it's just not gone as well, which in which case, just do the same thing as 64, but with different events, story, sure. something. That's the, yeah, I think that's yeah. the bigger issue. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it was mechanically very similar, I wouldn't mind that. But yeah, have different new things happen. Give me new bosses. Give me yeah. new locales and environments. And, and I'd be fine with even just that much effort. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I, I get that I'm probably in the minority here, but I like it. And I mentioned this before. I like it when Star Fox gets weird. I like it when Star Fox leans into the whole furry space opera thing and takes itself seriously. <laughs> All those ridiculous endings in Star Fox Command, like one of them with oh, yeah. Crystal turning her name into Cursed with a K. It's so stupid. It's like grade A stupid, but I, I love, love it. Stuff. It's like anime <laughs> furry space opera. And there's nothing else quite like that in games. So that's why I like it when Nintendo leans into the weird with Star Fox and doesn't just play it safe, you know? Agreed. Mm -hmm. I I think that Star Fox is ripe for a reboot. We talked about it in in our last weekly discussion. But yeah, give me me something new, Nintendo. I don't need... I, I think we've reached a point where we have most, if not all, of the Wii U games that we really want on the Switch have made the jump at this point. Yeah, Maybe there's, a, there's still a few. Yeah, there's a few left, but Wind not Waker too many. Twilight Princess HD, I would say, are still out. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Xenoblade X. Yeah, yeah Xenoblade well, X was the example others. I was thinking yeah. of. But mm-hmm. yeah, I do agree. We need Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD on the Switch, like yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's it's the right. right time for it, Nintendo. It's the right year for yeah. it, Nintendo. I'm not doing it. <laughs> hey, look, and if yeah. we can't get a Rhythm Heaven game for Switch, like an original one, I'll take a Rhythm Heaven Fever remastered whatever you want to call it rhythm rhythm heaven gold i don't know gold whatever you want to call it i don't care just anything please yeah please please. i mean as far as star fox just to toss out an idea to have the same gameplay but just change it up a bit make it a voyager type things where uh star fox gets um uh ambushed and the the great fox crash lands or gets teleported away to a far off galaxy and they need to make their way back to corn area in order to save it from whether it's andros or somebody else and you're planet hopping maybe even building up your own like bigger star fox teams that handle the bigger threat of andros something and changing up like the different vehicles so you have more than just the uh wing and really changing it up and i don't know that's just me tossing ideas out of my butt and i feel like that still would be a really cool fun game that sticks with what made Star Fox enjoyable? That reminds yeah. me of all things. It reminds me of Mass Effect 3's Galactus readiness meter. And so I'm thinking of like Mass Effect married with Star Fox, where you're like getting the whole <laughs> galaxy to, to be prepared to take on Andros's new army or something. Mm-hmm. Um, really quick, speaking of Star Fox, this is too good not to highlight. In our live audience patron chat, Corn Flake said, pull an FF7 remake slash Evangelion reboot with Star Fox. To which Eddie B replied, Star Fox 1.0, I cannot let you do that. 
That is so <laughs> that is really good. good. Fantastic. Ah, oh, too good. Too good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other last interesting thing about all this during the interview, um, they, a- they were asked if giving feedback to someone as prestigious as Miyamoto was difficult. And, uh, the, uh, the person in being interviewed saying said, actually Yusuke Hashimoto, who was working on star, Fo- star Fox as director at the time, uh, was the one handling that, but he's no longer with platinum games. And he was probably the one who had the most, tr- uh, he was probably the one who had the most trouble taking the ideas to Mr. Miyamoto because aside from how he is personally, he is a giant in the industry and somebody who has a lot of, a lot of, who a lot of creators look up to. So it takes a lot of courage for, for, or for anyone to go to him with ideas or feedback. And that might explain why Miyamoto has so much pull. Like, yeah, he's a giant in the industry. You respect your elders. And I think, I believe in giant in Japanese business, but sometimes I do feel like you need to have a push back on Miyamoto. I agree. And I think we've, we've kind of mentioned that topic in, in the show before, it's but I, I do agree that. So difficult, though. Like, think about it. Really it. Like, being a game you, don't maker, be, you, don't, you don't want to be that person. And yeah. just like, hey, Mr. Miyamoto, uh, this game we're working on together, kind of like, I don't like it. And he's like, did you make Zelda, bitch? <laughs> because I made Zelda. And I think this game's great. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, well, yeah. you know what? I'm going to go take that L and cry in the bathroom for an hour. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Juan might have brought up a good point here. Uh, Miyamoto was acting as president at the time uh, because Zero was in development during Miyawata's passing. That, whew, ooh, ooh, yeah. That, that is a rough time to... I, I wouldn't even want to talk to anybody that was close to Iwata no, at that time. would be like... Probably not. I am just going to reserve all of my criticisms for... 378 days from today we can yeah. talk <laughs> yeah, next yeah. year yeah that's that's fair <laughs> uh, real quick did anyone ever play starlink i know that it's not yes a I, I never finished it right. but briefly. i did play a bit of it and love the star fox missions love the characterization of wolf that cutscene with wolf is amazing so I, I haven't actually played it so i wanted to get like a like a opinion from you guys like is that like a different direction that might be cool for Star Fox? Like, did, it, did that game do anything cool? I have been saying since that game came out that that is kind of like the prototype for what I want to see from a new Star Fox game. Like the ability to like be in the R-Wing and just like touch down and take off from planets and go back into mm-hmm. space and travel through the star system at your leisure. I so want that in a Star Fox game. I actually suggested yeah. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Hello Games make a new Star Fox game you know, using kind of like the engine right. they created for No Man's Sky, but tightening it up to where it's not just procedurally generated planets everywhere, but actually recreate the Corneria system or the Lilat system in their kind of engine where you can, you know, travel freely through space. I would love to see that. Very but cool. Yeah. There's the... I like what I played of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I never finished Darling because it runs into Ubisoft open world syndrome where you had all these planets, but you're doing the same thing on every planet and it gets highly repetitive and really (laughs) boring. And the plot isn't strong enough to carry it through. Like the the special Star Fox stuff is pretty fun, but I never saw it at the end of it because I just, I kind of got bored. (laughs) The game's fatal flaw is not letting you out of your R wing either. Like, if you can go mm-hmm. all the way down to the surface level of a planet and land, you should be able to get out. <laughs> like, they're like, they nope. don't want to have to do another control scheme. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, 
I, I feel like the perfect Star Fox game for me is somewhere between like an open universe type of game and then with the on foot mechanics of uh, Star Fox Assault from the GameCube. Like I actually yeah. really liked the on foot segments of that. Um, I would love Same. to see something where, you know, you can you can actually get down, get out and go into buildings and fight people one on one. I mean, Fox has an array of weapons at his disposal he could use in situations like this. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before we move on, uh, Bungo Lover with a five Canadian dollar super chat saying, is it weird that Naruto has a better chance than Samus being in Fortnite? Also, Naveed, do you drink animals? If you do, what flavor? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I used to drink Danimals. I'm not on the Danimals train just yet uh, anymore, but, you know, I can always hop back on. <laughs> I, I, I had strawberry <laughs> back in the day. I, I, I will say. Danimals, so man. Yeah, I, I will say uh, I, we stayed with my sister and her kids. Uh, she had like I looked in the refrigerator and there was a whole lineup of Danimals smoothie stuff for the kids to drink i'm like <laughs> perfect oh no <laughs> they followed you me you should have taken a picture and posted it on the uh on, oh, i really uh, oh i really should have i didn't yeah. even think about that <laughs> but i was a gogurt guy honestly ah uh, there you go yeah oh i was no well actually, i was uh i was a tricks a tricks yogurt guy okay i don't even think All that's right. a thing anymore but I, I actually really did like the tricks yogurt um, I was never a big yogurt person in general. I think same. I used to have whatever, like the fruit at the bottom. There was like, what is it, Dannon fruit at the bottom yogurt for a little while as a kid. But yeah, I never really, the only the only yogurt I've really ever liked is frozen yogurt, which is, you know, just basically more like ice cream. Right. Just not what is bad for you, I guess. But yeah, I've never really been into like traditional yogurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't drink it a lot or eat it a lot, whatever. <laughs> it's just not my thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Brian Rivera with a $9.99 uh, super chat. Thank you so much saying I'm back. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for the love and support after my wisdom with wisdom teeth were taken out. I loved you guys and the stuff you do since the GX days and smash for hype, by the way, chorus kids and Sora for smash. Well, we only get nice. one, but uh, I know I'm glad you're feeling Brian, better. Thank you. Yeah. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you so much. And thank you for your impeccable taste in perspective smash characters because those are two top tier choices right there. Ash, well is this just an old account? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. It's a soccer account for Ash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, Jason the Artist with a 200 yen uh, super chat. Thank you so much for that. Saying three, two, one, go. What are you drinking on stream, guys? Ice coffee, uh, as often. My as wife often brought do. me a slushy out of nowhere. Water. Ooh. I thought that was Sadly, vodka based on that glass. I was like, my man. It's also somewhere. not a lot in there, so it kind of looks like it would be vodka. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah. water. I have an old nice. water bottle of water, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> I forgot to bring anything up. That's all right, though. But thank you. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which, um, guys, I think we're eating crow. <laughs> So, turns out, uh, after seeing it time and time and time again, almost as if it's a loop, Deathloop <laughs> is actually really freaking good, according to critics. It is a massive critical hit, getting some perfect scores from certain outlets. Uh, GameSpot and IGN both gave it a 10, VG247, 5 out of 5, 6 axes of 10, VGC, a 5 out of 5. The hell? <laughs> I mean... I mean I'm not surprised, given <laughs> given the, the developer's pedigree. It's just more that, despite that, 
I'm still not that interested in what I've seen of the game. That doesn't mean that it's not good. It's well, that, apparently great. I, I think it doesn't really do anything for me. I think it ties into the fact that the um, the way it was marketed is like it looks looked interesting. I just didn't know how it really played. But apparently, yeah. once you actually play it, it's really fun. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think that's been Deathloop's biggest problem. And I've said this all throughout, like, what, the year we've been watching this game come together? Is that yeah. the worst thing they've done is that they haven't really painted a solid picture of how the gameplay functions throughout all the myriad trailers we've seen for it. Um, you know, I kind of, and and I think what that did initially, my first take on it, if you go way back to, like, the Game Awards last year, I was like, oh, this game looks pretty cool. I was like, I think this game could be kind of cool. But then they showed trailer after trailer with seemingly no more information than the first. And I was like, maybe they're hiding something. <laughs> maybe this game isn't great. I'm glad to know that we're wrong on that, though. I think it's mm -hmm. really cool that, yeah. uh, you know, because it does have an interesting premise, at least from what I could suss out from the uh, trailers. Uh, it looks like, you know, hey, there's another player or potentially just a, an NPC that's like after you specifically trying to stop you. And, uh, you know, you, every time you die, you come back and you learn a little bit more about your enemy and try to outsmart them throughout this whole thing. Seems like a cool idea. Glad to know it apparently is. I would love to play it myself. This game is dying for a demo <laughs> again. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And that the whole thing about bringing other players into your game, like I, I'm not even clear about that. Like, is is that right? so integral to the game that there's no offline campaign, or is it still? Doesn't sound like it. According to Hey, it's Dingo in the patron chat that says the way the asymmetrical multiplayer is, is that you have the online turned on. You can randomly get looped into someone else's game to try and kill them. So hmm. it just seems like slightly Dark Soulish. Yeah, in that yeah, way, that's, that's what I thought of when I heard of that mechanic, but. It, it's yeah, like you said, Steve. Like a demo would be perfect for something yeah. like this. Yeah, agreed. I'm I'm also in that same boat where I I see the game. I the aesthetic is cool, of the style it's going for, but I just really don't know what's going on there. So I mean, it's great that it's getting good review scores because I always love to see more great games out there. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I I just don't know much about it, and I haven't had experience much with other arcane games either. I really wanted to play Prey, but I just never got to it, and I never got into the Dishonored series either. Yeah, same. Sure. Um, I mean, I, I as I was saying earlier with Forspoken, I do really appreciate that Deathloop is you know thrusting people of color into the main leads, main lead roles again. I think mm -hmm. that's fantastic. I just don't think the marketing has been particularly effective, both kind of in general, but specifically on me. I just haven't really... And, and again, it says a lot that it's out, basically out now. And all the way up to now, I was thinking there is some sort of co-op mechanic, some sort of... And, and apparently there's not. It is primarily a single-player experience. So I just... I don't think the marketing has been very good at teaching people what exactly this thing even is. But that doesn't mean... That's not to say there isn't any merit in it. And clearly, the reviews are coming in super positive for this, which is great. Yeah. It's one of those things where with reviews like this, I would absolutely check this out if it was any other year. <laughs> there was too much and I am too far behind Same. to yeah. check this out. If it was oh, if there was if it had, like a light month, where it was like this and one other game and the other game is like at the direct end of the month. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll check it out. 
Yeah. I can't. I can't. My wallet is already crying <laughs> from all the other stuff. I have to wait for Metroid. That's the Me too. It yeah. always. Juan makes an interesting point in our live audience patron chat. We were talking about how this is kind of surprised during the PlayStation Showcase. The fact that Kina wasn't shown at all. And it's just essentially due to be out like within a week, I think. And it's just everything surrounding that game has gone silent ever since they delayed it a little bit, which makes me concerned. And I agree with you, Juan. I feel like a, 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 because things have gone so dark surrounding that game, I feel like a, a demo would be a good idea for that. But perhaps there are reasons they don't want to do that. I know Maybe Steve, another delay is things. on the yeah. horizon. Yeah. I, had, I had heard from some friends who went hands on with a build earlier in the year that said that it just wasn't shaping up very well. Uh, I hope that's not the case because Kina looked amazing. Yeah, uh, but it yeah. is really weird for it to be coming out so soon and, and to know so little about it. Yeah. Right. Always always a red flag when when reviews aren't out like four days before a game's released. Yeah, or or, or I guess we're not getting trailers after trailer after trailer. <laughs> true, true. So, hey, maybe this means uh, Guardians of the Galaxy be really freaking good, too. <laughs> yeah. Who like knows? I don't want. Yeah. I mean, nice. it looks better at the PlayStation Showcase. It did look better, to be fair. So, yeah, we'll see. Absolutely. But I, I thought, I, I felt like this, we needed to punctuate this story after talking about Deathloop so often during our reactions. Like, we yeah, have to sure talk was. about the fact that it actually reviewed really well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, or definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on. But uh, before that, of course, we got some more super chats. First from Rec uh, BCQ with a two dollars super chat saying, "I think I think the looping is rubbing off on me." And then Canine Biscuits with a two dollar super chat saying, "Last port Nintendo Land, but with two switches." Ooh, I'd be down I like for it. That. <laughs> and the reason I'd I, yeah, I, I've not played uh, uh, a lot of Nintendo Land, but I remember it being some good stuff. I love that. Um, yeah, everybody who's played it loves it. Um, I just got to it late. Uh, and then the reason I rushed over Rex's uh, first super chat is because uh, we're a bit of a he's in a bit of a loop uh, with a five dollars super chat. I think the looping is rubbing off on me. <laughs> so I, I I'd say break the cycle, but um, I don't know. I don't know how you the break the cycle. Of super so good chats. Luck. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Next up is Darchi with a $10 super chat. Thank you once again saying, yeah. are you guys going to review Halo Infinite? I know it's not a game that would normally fit your lineup, but it's a very significant release and has lots of promise, especially multiplayer. I cannot, as I don't own an Xbox um, and I don't, and I know Ash is not a first person guy. So Steve, are you reviewing Halo Infinite? It'll so, primarily be Steven. I mean, we're, we're at the mercy of Microsoft if, if we get to review it or not, right? Um, right. I will tell you this. If Microsoft uh, is keen to send us an early copy, uh, then we absolutely will review it here on the channel. Uh, I can confirm that we do have access to the upcoming Halo technical test. Our friends at Microsoft reached out to me about two weeks ago and asked me if we'd like to cover the next one since they weren't able to help us out with the last one. Uh, so we will be doing that. Uh, the multiplayer test that's coming up, we'll be covering that here on the channel. Um, and Microsoft has been nothing but good to us since we started GVG. Uh, they've reached out and offered multiple games at different occasions over the last year. So I'm hopeful, but I would never want to speak for them and say, yeah, we're getting early code because uh, we haven't even talked to them about it yet. So when we get closer mm -hmm. to November, um, 
I will talk to them and see if we can get an early copy because, yeah, I'd love to review it. I love Halo. I reviewed Halo 5, which I was very saddened by, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I did review it way back in the day. Um, so we'll see. Uh, it remains to be seen, but if they if they let us, we will. Very cool. And finally, Luigi and Daisy 315 back with another $2 super chat saying Knuckles from Sonic versus Jax from Mortal Kombat. You choose. Oh, uh, I mean, I feel like Jax is willing to go a lot further than Knuckles would. I've never seen yeah, Knuckles rip, uh, <laughs> rip people apart limb from limb. So I think that might that might be Knuckles' downfall. At the same time, though, I feel like Hyper Knuckles wins this easily. For yep. yeah. regular Knuckles, it goes to Jax. But Super Hyper Knuckles, it goes to Knuckles, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. agree with that. Oh, yeah, I'd go Jax. He's got that ground pound move that's pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jax would take it. And, and, and now, of course, I have this visit, this vision of uh, of Jax like ripping off, you know, because one of Jax's fatalities oh, no. is he rips off your arms. <laughs> I don't want to see that happen to Knuckles. Jeez, you're right. That's he does. terrifying. And he also has one where he, where he like smashes someone's head and just like a yeah. I was gonna say he like claps their oh, yeah. head. Yeah, and and I don't want to see that either. <laughs> yeah. So, so oh, no man. Sonic cross. Mortal Kombat happening anytime soon. Hopefully. Not unless we want to see your favorite Sonic <laughs> characters get killed mercilessly. See, the yeah. better yeah, the better Sonic matchup would have been uh, Sonic versus Cabal, since they're both super speed characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Cabal. Nice. Now you're just making me think of Sonic fatalities. Like, how oh, would man. Sonic... Well, that's what got me thinking of it, because I was like, what would Sonic's fatality be? And I remembered that Cabal has one where he grabs your head and starts running at, like, super speed and then just touches oh, yeah. your head to the, to the oh. ground as he's running, and basically you, you explode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't picture Sonic doing that to a person. Right. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting uh, <laughs> visual. Not really... Got really dark. It's really, yeah, seriously, dampened yeah. the mood in here. Tyler Hardy with a dollar to ninety nine super chat saying Jax needs that fourth damn damn chaos emerald. It's the only way he can win. Yeah, it's the only way he can. Yeah, if he can. Uh, yeah, it's the only way he can stand up to hyper knuckles for sure. And even mm-hmm. then, I don't know. One chaos emerald against the might of seven. I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, RV rocks. Did you all play Sonic Smackdown? I have played Sonic Smackdown a little bit of it. And it's actually really good. I have. Not. I have not. Honestly, no. nope. Huh. I have not. What if that would make for a good uh, EP stream? Because it's free. It's on PC. It's a yeah, fan I mean, developed game. And no, it's pretty damn I good. Once I'm on a streaming PC, yeah. And you might know. be able to run it on your Sash. I don't know. I'll have to see. If it's Mac friendly, sure. I, I don't know. But it's really good. That's Steve would like it because it plays like a traditional fighting game. Hey, I'm down. You I mean, that sounds great. I enjoyed Sonic the Fighters for what it was. Oh, RV Rock says online servers aren't on yet, though. Ah, dang it. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, well. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which uh, see some price switch ups. Well nice. Done. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Nintendo has lowered the price of the Switch in Europe due to exchange rates, plus the on onco- uh, the incoming Switch OLED. Uh, basically, things uh, apparently with the exchange rates, they were just getting uh, quite high <laughs> in uh, in in the Europe uh, and the UK. Um, and this is meant to sort of bring it in line with other, uh, regions. So, um, it's only been cheapened by about 20 pounds, um, about 30 euro, but it's something. So that's something, 
uh, f- for the for our European friends. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it, it's really a matter of you know if you if you play your Switch or, or you would anticipate playing your Switch in handheld mode a lot. It does seem like it would make sense to wait for the OLED model and pay a little bit more for that if you can find one. But the the, the price drop is nice for those who those players who are just like you know what I'm primarily going to be playing at home connected in my TV. That OLED screen, as nice as it is, I just wouldn't get as much use out of it. Yeah, I think the bigger story here is just how unprecedented it is with the Switch in terms of price drops. Right. That there hasn't been one. Because I did right. some research here. I got my notebook. I went and looked at price drops for other systems over the course of their life. And you think price drops are only for, like, you know, consoles that are not doing well. The Wii U got a price drop, mm-hmm. like, less than 12 months after it came out. But even, even things like the PS4 got a $50 price drop two years after launch. Uh, the Wii got a $50 price drop three years after launch. The PS2, the best-selling console of all time, got a $100 price drop less than two years after launch. So the Switch, is, the Switch is four and a half years old, and in America, we haven't seen a single price drop. That's true. That's is, a good point. Which is crazy. Just how well yeah. it's doing. That is yeah. wild to think that, yeah. I, I, I took a little... Uh, um, uh, gander at exchange rates and the original price uh which is uh, this is in pounds was 279.99 uh that translates to basically 388 bucks over here so they wow. they're definitely paying more than us um wow which I feel kind of bad it's, for it's almost 400 dollars for them essentially yeah uh it's this so brings weird. it down to 360 for them so it's not still not massive but i guess it's better yeah it's so weird, Naveed, because I obviously I, you're completely right. I know what you're saying. Like it's unprecedented that the Switch hasn't had a price drop for yeah. as long as it's been out until now, and still hasn't had one here in the U.S. But the Switch just continues to feel—I don't want to say ageless, because obviously some of some of the games are starting to look a little bit long in the tooth. But it doesn't feel to me like the Switch, even now, is in its in four years. Year life. Oh, I, I totally yeah. agree. It doesn't feel like that. It's so weird to think that it's. Well- in its fifth year of life, yeah. I think Apple, or I think Nintendo is trying to kind of copy Apple on this one. They're, I think their strategy is going to be to never lower the price of the Switch, but rather to introduce models that are upgraded at the same price point while phasing out the previous one. So I mm. think we get the Switch OLED, it's 350 for a while. I think eventually the Switch OLED becomes the $300 model and the yeah. LCD model goes away. And then we yeah. get something more premium in at either $350 or $399. That, Agreed. You know, something with actual increased horsepower. I think that's yeah. what Nintendo's going to do. And they're just going to have like Agreed. a refresh cycle with this thing where we get these new Switches that just have some kind of update to them and it continues to cost like 300 bucks forever essentially. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah. the past year and a half, two years, best year the switch has ever had. So it's not like they need to drop the price. Right. It's just, it's just weird to think about a console not having a price drop for four oh, and yeah. a half years. Yeah. Well, it just goes it's... to show that Nintendo is viewing the switch very differently from how they've viewed their previous console offerings. And I think that's a yeah. smart thing in a way. Uh, as a consumer, it kind of sucks because you don't, 
I mean, the the major difference between what Apple is doing and what Nintendo is doing is that Apple gives you a new iPhone every year. They're, they're like every year, like clockwork, there's a new model to replace the old one. Uh, so it kind of makes the fact that the price never wavers sting less. But we're talking about yeah. almost five years on and this thing still costs it, the same as what it, it has. Now there's a built in fear is like I'm going to buy the uh, a switch and all of a sudden the uh you know switch pro is finally announced it's like damn it right oh yeah just get screwed somebody's gonna get screwed it's going to happen to somebody where they buy a switch and all of a sudden the new better one is announced for the same price point later on right so it will suck i I, it's crazy to me that in order to hit the 300 dollars price point in the u.s it'd be 216 uh, pounds in europe and in the uk i think yep yeah. yeah. Exchange rates are wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say, like, some of the pricing could also be a factor of COVID and everything that, that's happened because chip mm-hmm. shortages have been going around all over the world over the past year and a half. So it might actually cost more to produce some of that stuff for companies. So maybe that was a factor in not lowering the price uh, more re- uh, recently. And do you guys mm. think this is going to lead to a price drop in other territories? Or do you think it's just because of that I, exchange rate? I don't that, think so. It doesn't feel like it. I feel like they would have yeah, announced it for like all it. over otherwise. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's there's always a, a you know a possibility that they could be pressured into doing so now that they've heard the, the you know, obviously positive response to the European price drop. However... Money talks more than anything. Money's louder than anything. Yep. So if the Switch is continuing to sell really well at the current price point, it doesn't really matter what the back, you know, if there's any backlash, they're going to keep selling it at, at the you know at the full $300 price, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I feel like we're going to see it continue at the $300 price point for now, at least. I think if, I think the only thing that will get Nintendo to drop the price ahead of what I believe to be their schedule would be uh, if, you know, the OLED comes out and then sales of the original precipitously drop. Like if mm-hmm. if there's just such yeah, a perceived yeah. difference in value that Nintendo has to cut the price of the other one to move the inventory they still have. But I think beyond yeah. that, we'll we'll see it stick at 300 for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And they do yeah, have the I switch agree. light to point too. whenever someone brings right. up price. They can just be like, hey, there's this cheaper hundred dollar cheaper option out there if you want. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I'm a bit surprised that the switch light is still 200 bucks. I think that's the one that baffles me more because mm-hmm. that's the one you want to drive the price down on as much as possible. Because I think that taking something as somebody who has a gaggle of children of his own, uh, <laughs> when I look at something that all my kids want and it's 200 bucks, I cringe. Cause I'm like, Oh God, four kids, that's $800. But at, at 99 bucks, that, that thing is deep into impulse buy territory. Where you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, a hundred mm-hmm. bucks, and I I can play Breath of the Wild two on this thing, sold. You know, like I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's have to see how, how that whole price situation uh, pans out. But let's say we get to our final story of the night, oh. and before we actually, oh, go before ahead. Before we do that, I do have one piece of breaking news. It's been a while hey, since we've had we breaking, like breaking news, news here on TNT. An old face returns to the EP squad. Welcome back to Brooke. Now, uh, full name, Brooke by the Bay, uh, has just Ooh, upped their pledge to nice. $25 up from live audience. Welcome back both to our Discord and to the EP squad. It's great to have you back. Awesome. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you so much, Brooke. We're really glad to have you back in the community. You were missed, so we're really happy Absolutely. you're back. Nice, nice, nice. I like it. 
I like it. All right. Well, I don't know how much uh, some of these companies will like this, if it's true. And that's the thing, the big spoiler warning on here, if you don't want to have releases and this could be real, this could be not. That's basically going to be the crux of this discussion because there's apparently a uh, possibly massive uh, leak thanks to NVIDIA GeForce uh, now, which uh, list, uh, revealed possibly a list of games coming to PC and other services. So, yeah, basically what I just said, it's there, it's out, and... Uh, I, from what I understand, looking at this, somebody was able to, or a group of people who unlock uh, G- NVIDIA GeForce Now and basically just started thinking of names, typing them in and see if they popped up. And there's been thousands of games found old and new and some that might be possibly coming or might be uh, ideas thrown out there that's not been... Um, uh, made a made a thing upon, but it's led to some really interesting um, possibilities that have gotten people excited. In particular, uh, a Chrono Cross remaster, a Final Ooh. Fantasy Tactics remaster, Ooh. and a Final Fantasy IX remake. Um, yeah, and Kingdom Hearts Four, <laughs> and, okay. King- and Kingdom Hearts Four, <laughs> which is like mm, sure, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but so, I mean. Who knows if this is real, but give me that Chrono Cross remaster. I want it to be real now, man. Oh, man. That would be so yeah. cool. If they, they would remake all of the pre-rendered backgrounds. Just Oh, oh yeah, right. So nice. I, the, the idea hmm. of an FF9 remake is interesting. I, I would not have expected Square to go in that direction. Uh, I mean, I love FF9 personally, and I'd love to see what they could do with the remake, but I'm just surprised that they would go with that as, as the popular option. And I personally wonder, well, I don't personally, I saw somebody wonder uh, if it's actually more like final fantasy eight, final fantasy eight remastered sure. on switch, yeah. which just cleaned up all those graphics, which still looks really nice. So yeah. it does. Um, here's the part where I say all of this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> so, I mean, first off, Let's let's not cover or let's uh you know not ignore Kingdom Hearts 4. That's just not a thing that's happening. No. And definitely no. not close enough. Uh but there are some big 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 major red flags in this thing. One, uh this thing didn't just contain like loads of unannounced games. There was Photoshop in here, uh Microsoft Office. I guess if you want to stream Excel through fucking GeForce now, that was in there. <laughs> um, there were pirated Wii games in there. Uh, so new super mario brothers was in there um and all of this what this tells me but more importantly there was also a listing for a pc version of mario and rabbits which to me is like the most damning thing of all like nintendo's not gonna put mario and rabbits on pc they're just not Mm, that's never going to happen these are the guys who haven't lowered the switch price for five years they're not (laughs) they're (laughs) not gonna be like you know what let's just port mario to pc because we definitely don't like money um I think a lot of this, so I think what people are confusing is, one, uh, developers, like, will put dummy listings for things to test stuff, you know, and it sounds like this database literally never got cleaned up by anybody ever. Uh, mm-hmm. This was somebody who, so the the means that they used to access this was that NVIDIA left, like, publicly 
uh, left access to the database just wide open, like uncredentialed access. And so someone literally just typed in the web address for their database and then figured out very quickly how to just dump a whole list of everything that's in there. And they just started combing through it, right? And it's like 18,000 games in there or 18,000 entries. Because like I said, not all of these are games, but like dolphin was in there just just the dolphin emulator not running a game just dolphin uh they had god of war which hasn't been confirmed to be getting a pc port but had like a steam badge on it and people were saying like oh that means it's coming to steam which given sony's track record i think that could happen but i think what you're seeing here is just one developers like with internal access to geforce now using it for their own purposes because it is essentially just a pc streaming platform so that's why you can run apps like Office and Photoshop in them. They literally might be using it in lieu of having like a virtual desktop. Because mm-hmm. in, in the IT world, we deploy virtual desktops to people that, for whatever reason, we can't give like a physical laptop to, right? We're like, here's a fake computer that you can log into and do your work <laughs> on. And if anything goes wrong, we could just delete your whole computer off the face of the earth. I have a feeling that internally at NVIDIA, they use GeForce Now technology in lieu of like your standard virtual desktop software that you would find elsewhere because they own that platform. And I think developers have loaded that up with weird shit. <laughs> like <laughs> I think some developers have like, you know, other stuff. And I guarantee you that internally at NVIDIA, there have been pitches to Sony, to Microsoft, to Nintendo saying like, Hey, we have game streaming tech. You want game streaming tech. Let us show you some of your games running on our platform. So I guarantee you they found a way to hack these to run, like, PlayStation games. Like, it it probably is running on a PlayStation, you know? So I would just say, like, everything you see in there is probably the result of NVIDIA, like, toying around with their own platform, thinking, like, okay, can we get Sony to pay us hundreds of millions of dollars to host all their PlayStation Now stuff? You know, or can we get Microsoft to let us host xCloud? Like, or can we get Nintendo to jump on with with game streaming and just showing them like, hey, we're going to pitch you on this. Here's God of War running on our system. It runs great. And, you know, probably nothing comes of that. But, I mean, people are always going to make those types of overtures towards companies that have the money to, to bankroll that kind of stuff. And I think that's people are like, I would not look at this list and say these are actually games that are announced and are coming out. They're right. probably half wish list stuff, and then the other half is like stuff they're hoping to get the publishers to sign off on. Like, hey, we could do mm-hmm. this. We can make this happen if you want to give us lots of money, and you know, yeah. you just win another way with it. I tend to agree. I don't. I'm not. You know, I, I certainly wouldn't go in and, and for many of the reasons you stated, Steve. I would not go in and look at this list and be like, yes, uh, these games are all coming. Hell yeah, Chrono, Chrono Cross Remaster, FF9. You know, the, yeah, I, I agree. I, I hope there's some grain of truth to some of these possibly but i wouldn't i agree i have very little confidence that a lot of this stuff uh is going to shake out that said there are, there is some stuff there that also tracks that it would make sense like horizon oh, forbidden yeah. west and mm-hmm. you know there there are uh entries on this list that do make logical sense i mean but... they just announced uncharted for pc and right. that's yeah, on there exactly I so absolutely, sense, but I agree. I absolutely see. agree that there are some actual reveals in this list because they they yeah. do have to internally yeah. certified games. Like if they're going to offer it on GeForce Now on day one, it only makes mm-hmm. sense that they're testing it now, right? Or that they're testing it as soon mm-hmm. as the build's available. So I, I do, you know, I would say that yeah, some of the more like you said, Ash, the stuff that tracks 
is probably true. Like there are probably things yeah. in there, but when you look at things like Chrono Cross Remaster, Final, F <laughs> you know, Kingdom Hearts Four, all this other stuff that isn't <laughs> yeah. even in the realm of rumor or speculation, mm. then then I'd be like, I'd more lose it for Chrono yeah. Cross Remastered. <laughs> that would be wild, man. I I would love it. I'd be super happy. Oh I just don't think we're finding out about yeah. it here. God, it's and gonna be obviously that though. Obviously, that unannounced title by Square Enix is a Chrono Trigger remake or Chrono oh, Break, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. What, what, what are your feelings on this, Naveed? I was going to say, even if there was, like, some of these games were actually, like, true, like God of War. Because when I first saw this story, I saw it in the context of, wow, a bunch of these Sony games got revealed for PC from this leak. Mm -hmm. uh, so I didn't see everything else. But when you look deeper into it, you can tell, yeah, a lot of that stuff is BS. But even if even if like God of War was coming, who's to say when it's going to come? It could mm -hmm. be like three, four years down the line. And I don't see a company like Sony, even though they've been releasing stuff on PC, I don't see them releasing things like Returnal uh, this soon on PC. Like maybe mm -hmm. down the line they would, but they don't want to alienate their actual console audience because unlike Microsoft, Microsoft is like, PC and console, they, they kind of go hand in hand with Microsoft, but with Sony, focused on the console first, and then they release some stuff on PC later down the line. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's uh, yeah, it's interesting to look at all the stuff that's here, but I yeah, I would not I would not take a lot of this uh, and and just be super excited about it. Sure, yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's that's kind of our fault because I was like at first like oh this looks interesting, but I didn't look too deep into it. I just saw people talking about it, and then I started looking through what was being there. I was like, as soon as I saw Kingdom Hearts, 4, I'm like, oh no. Well, <laughs> was, yeah. Talk about provide you know some clarity it and is, context yeah. for what people are looking at. I think yeah. it's good that we talk about. Oh it. no, it's uh, absolutely. That's why I wanted to put it up here because a lot of people are talking about it. It has become a big thing. It just doesn't. I think once you take a closer look, that's when it sort of falls apart in the art. It's like, mm, this is yeah. probably nothing. When I saw the Mario thing, that's when I was like, hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Un unfortunately for Square, though, by the rules of the internet, the official rules of the internet, these rumors mean they now owe us all these things. Whether they were real <laughs> well, or not, yeah. because it was rumored on the internet, now Square owes us a Chrono Cross remaster, an FF9 remake, Kingdom Hearts 4. That's just how the internet works. I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. If we get a Chrono Cross remaster before a Chrono Trigger remaster, that will be odd. I will be triggered. <laughs> I will be very <laughs> upset. You, you, you'll be very cross? Yes, I will be very triggered nice. and cross. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that would be... I mean, I guess you could argue that maybe Chrono Trigger has already been remastered in its own context. No, no, you can't. Really stop right. it. Stop it. Don't put that out onto the internet, Ashton Paulson. I mean, the I DS will... version is the idea. No, the ideal. no. We still deserve a remaster. <laughs> what if it's from Forever Entertainment, though? Then do you God still want that it. remaster? I don't know. <laughs> Monkey's paw situation there for you. <laughs> you get a remaster, but it's from Forever. I'll, I'll give them one chance with something other than Chrono Trigger to gain my game. Fair my enough. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Generally, though, it looks like people are not buying into this. Um, a lot, another thing people have been brought up is that um, Injustice 3 uh, Gods Fall or something like that. Um, gods Will Fall. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, is like a fan title 
for like a fan fiction or something like that. So it's like, hmm, yeah, it's not looking so good. <laughs> yeah. Real quick to, to our folks in the patron chat. I am not disparaging the DS version of Chrono Trigger in any way. <laughs> I'm just saying I want like a brand new remade version. He, wa- version he wants awesome. He wants right. Chrono Trigger in a remade in the same style as Dragon Quest Eleven. which yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. That is be what amazing. I want. Yeah. I want that and I will buy it at a high price. <laughs> I'll buy it at a high price. All right. Well, we'll see what comes of that. Probably, probably nothing. Uh, we got a few more super chats before we end things off. First up from Luigi and Daisy 315, once again with a $2 super chat saying, are you familiar with L's, L's Mark YouTube channel? Can't say Sorry. I am. Nope. No, can't say I am. Yeah. Sorry. But, Thank you for letting us know about it. I'll, I'll look that up. Yeah. And thanks for the super chat once again. And also thank you to Gladiator Loki with a $5 super chat saying, if you could be put into an RPG video game, describe your character traits and method of combat. Oh God. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> it's really hard. Um, I'd be Edward from Final Fantasy four, except without the oh. musical talent. <laughs> But that's the only that's the only thing that that recommends him. What else do you have if you don't if you can't have the bard powers? No combat abilities. What are you talking about? <laughs> fair enough. Oh that's man, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'd be probably be a pretty straightforward warrior type. I don't think I'd be too subversive. Uh, I wouldn't go for any of like the really tricky to use classes. I'd probably be pretty straightforward. I'll I'll tell you what I would be. I would be tuxedo mask from the Sailor Moon RPG for the Super Famicom, only because he only nice. shows up, says a few things, and then leaves before the fight starts. That's like the show, so yeah, it trends. <laughs> awesome. David? I was going to say, if I was in an RPG, I'd be like a boring NPC somewhere. But if I have to fight, I, I think I'd be like a mage or something. Yeah. I mean, I chose Dragoon in in 14, so... There you go. <laughs> I, I want to be like Terra in FF6 and get the best of both worlds. She's a physical powerhouse, but she also is a really accomplished mage. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. Red if mage. We, got it. If there like was that, an RPG yeah. character that fought by eating, that would be me. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Oh, there is one. Play Final Fantasy IX. Kena Ken. There we right. Go. And now we just need a Kirby RPG. There's Steve. Ke- yep. Steve is Kena. God, I that is it. horrifying. <laughs> Oof. Uh, what were you going to say, Ash? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, last uh, Super Chat is from Captain Linebeck with 15. I don't know. Oh, it's uh, it's Malaysian Ringgits. Malaysian, Ma- Malaysian Ringgits. Thank you very, very much for that. Saying, no uh, so here's Sony officially endorsing emulators as a solution for playing old fighting games with a Twitter link. I don't know what that is. Checking that out. Yeah, it's just telling folks to use Null DC if they want to play old Naomi games, which is wild to hear coming directly from PlayStation. Uh, So it basically says Null DC Bear is for those that are more interested in fighting games that use Naomi software like MVC2, Dead or Alive, Capcom vs. SNK2. Client is similar to Fightcade, but specialized in Dreamcast Arcade Fighter hardware. So definitely weird to see that on PlayStation.com. But uh, all right then. Weird. Yeah, um, that is something. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. They're like they're like chat. emulate um, Sega games all you want. We buried them already. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Um, oh, I do goodness. want to uh, call out something Screamo Shaman said, and I don't want to speak for Steve, but I but I know how Steve didn't mean it, so I just want to apologize. You said, please don't make jokes about being triggered. Uh, I have uh, PTSD, and jokes like that make people uh, take it less seriously, and we are legitimately triggered. Really sorry about that, uh, Screamo yeah, Shaman. And of be, course, yeah. I know Steve didn't mean it in that to way. To be fair, I also I have PTSD. <laughs> I was diagnosed just a month ago. I don't like to talk about it very much because it's deeply oh. personal, but uh, yeah, I apologize if, if I was trying if it came off as i was making light of something but i too suffer from ptsd and i understand that you know different things can trigger folks and yeah just playing off the words not not trying to make a light of anybody's personal situation Absolutely. that's exactly why why i called it out because i knew that's that's what you meant steve so yeah and thank you screamo shaman for calling that out thank you so much and uh yeah with that i believe we've covered all the major headlines from today's news but before we sign off, Naveed, where can everybody find you at? It's just my name everywhere. Naveed Mohebi on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. That's it. That's that's everything. I, I think you have a series. Did, did you have a... Was it on Twitch or was it on YouTube where you showed off every game in your collection? I did a stream on Twitch uh, where I was showing my Wii collection. I did my GameCube collection as well, which was really fun. I loved going through that stuff. I uh, mm-hmm. was thinking about doing doing more of that in the future, maybe with other other systems. So, I think it's fun just looking at the old box art for a lot oh, of yeah. some of those games. That's so, fun for sure. Yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Naveed's a really good guy and uh, glad to have you back on. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, definitely going to have you back on. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll get you back on again. Oh, that's we'll a guarantee. Back. Absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, of course, we also want to give a special thanks to all of our patrons, big and small. It's just great to have you all here supporting us each and every week. That is so appreciated. And a very special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier, as this show simply would not be possible without all of you. So thank you so much for that. And a massive, massive thank you to our executive producers and above. And that includes Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Itiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotek, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Pagrima, Ken Ruleo 9, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Orm M, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzy Wakeoid, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, West Egg, Deaneth, Coda, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron is 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Bowling. Hi, Mom. Uh, Kotar Peck, congratulations on your smash win. Scuff196, Kane Wooly, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, 
Cystic Warrior 29, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Derek, Nathan the Voice Actor, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Fangs, Dinner Sonic, Freyham, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Ditto M, Sci-Fi Lullabies, and our newest returning executive producer, Brooke by the Bay. Which, Ooh. believe it or not, with Brooke, we are at 99 EPs. Wow. wow. Just one more and yes. we'll finally have the executive producer Century Club. <clears throat> I don't know what we would call it. <laughs> I don't know, it's but true. that's 100 names to read. I hate to be that person, but that does requ- uh, include a few names that might need to be removed since so that's from August. So we'll see. But we'll I see. think we're still within we're still within around ten of a hundred. I think so. Well, I'll, I'll try to have that refreshed for Wednesday's episode, so we have a truly, completely accurate present count. I guess we'll see. But yeah. remember. You too, if you want to get to that magic 100, can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can get access to our exclusive post show and ad-free content for as little as $5 a month. Thank you all so much for watching, and if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. So until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.